Hi friends, and welcome to this episode of Today I Am Enough. I'm your host, Kara Murray, and together we will bravely discover truth and joy through sharing our stories, and we will also discover how we can feel and know that we are enough. Hello, welcome to the Today I Am Enough podcast. I'm so excited to be back. I ended up taking a little bit of a break during the summer that wasn't necessarily anticipated, but so needed for me and for my kids. It was great. I'm so excited to be back and so excited to be sharing messages with you again and stories that are inspiring and helpful just to implement lessons others have learned into our everyday lives to help us realize that we are enough in any of our situations. So I've got some amazing interviews coming up in the next couple weeks, so make sure to stay tuned because they are going to be amazing. Today, I am going to start off the month like I have been doing with our Love Your Life series. This is just going to be me telling you how amazing you are or how you can learn to love your life and find joy even in those really, really hard times and to see the good and see that you can overcome whatever trial that you might be facing. So today... I am very excited because we are going to go into a three-part topic where I have three things that I'm really excited to share with you, three messages that I feel are important and work together but can really improve your life and improve the way that you view yourself. Today, we are going to talk about reflection in your life and how that can help you see the inner beauty that you have and the inner strength that you have to be able to overcome. I want you to take a second, grab your phone, grab a piece of paper and a pen, just grab something you can jaunt something down with really quick. I'm going to give you just a few seconds because I don't want it to start to get awkward on the show with long pauses, but I'm going to give you a few seconds and if you need longer, go ahead and just pause your podcast for a second and do what I'm asking and then push play again and you can keep going. I want you to close your eyes just for a minute while you're thinking and I want you to imagine looking in the mirror or if you have a second, look in the mirror. And I want you to make a list of things that you see that you don't like. I feel like this list is one that we make every single day. It's not really a great list to make, but nonetheless, it's one that we do, and it's something we do. I want you to just take like 30 seconds to a minute and just write things down that you see in the mirror that bother you. Okay, go ahead and pause the podcast if you need more time because sometimes we need more time to write than I can give you. Okay, the next thing I want you to do once you're done with your list is I want you to count up. Just put numbers beside them or just write the number down somewhere where you can 
glance back at them in just a minute. Once you've done that, I want you to leave a little space below where you just wrote. And now I'm going to give you the same amount of time or go ahead and pause the podcast again. And I want you this time to write down, close your eyes again, imagine you're standing in front of the mirror, and I want you to write down all the good that you see in yourself when you look in the mirror. I think sometimes we see that, and I think sometimes we glance over that because that first list is so prominent in our mind. So I want you to take just a couple seconds, and I want you to write down the good. I want you to make sure you give yourself the same amount of time for each activity. Okay. Now I would like you to take a moment and I want you to count up the good that you see in yourself. I want you to compare those two numbers. Ideally, the second exercise, the good that you see in yourself, is much longer than the first exercise where you are looking for the things that you don't love about yourself. Oftentimes, I think the first list is way longer, way easier to write than that second list. We struggle and struggle to see that good sometimes in ourselves. So the reflection that we see and the reflection that we have on our own lives and on our own self matters. Self-esteem and self-confidence are different things. But self-esteem is confidence in one's own worth or abilities. And esteem comes from, if you look at the Latin meaning of it, It means to appraise, value, rate, or estimate. And self-esteem is our cognitive and also our emotional appraisal of our own worth. So we are looking at appraising our own self when we're talking about self-esteem. The thing is that more than appraising ourselves, though, Our self-esteem is what determines our relationship with ourselves. It determines our relationship with other people around us, and it determines the way we interact with the world around us. And while we may be like, of course, that's what it means, obviously, I think when you really stop and think about that for just a minute, the way that we feel and see ourselves determines how we interact with ourselves Obviously, with the list, right, we can see that, but it also determines so much how we react and act around others, how we react and act around our environment. Knowing that, if we are not confident in our own self, in our own self-worth, if our, in our own self-esteem, how we view ourselves, it's going to be a detriment to how we view and see ourselves while we act with others, while we interact with others. I don't even think it's about how others view us at all, how we think others view us. I think a lot of times we sit in a room and wonder, 
What are they going to think of this about me or this about me? Something that drives you crazy. 90% of the time, those people aren't thinking about any of those things about you. They're probably thinking about themselves just like you are. But the way that we treat people and the way that we interact with people is so essential in our lives. We have to get past ourselves, the struggles that we have with ourselves in order to reach out gracefully and meaningfully in order to bring those people in and strengthen them when they are struggling. Even to find joy with them when they are finding joy, it's so much easier to be happy for someone if we don't have to feel bad for ourselves because we aren't experiencing that same thing. And that can be hard. I've had that happen to me quite a few times in my life where I struggle to feel real pure joy for someone because I'm like, I want that. Or I wish I had that good of luck or whatever it is. I think just enjoying our own lives And being genuinely happy for others in the joy that they get to find in their lives is just as important as having empathy and sympathy for others in their trials. So when we have self-confidence, we feel trust in our own ability, qualities, and judgment. So confidence comes from the Latin word also. The meaning for that is to trust. So self-trust. So if you're self-confident, you are ready to take on the world. You're ready for new challenges in your life. You're ready for new opportunities in your life. And you are, you're going to be able to really internalize and feel what's happening to you around you. And there'll be some areas in our life where we're not self-confident at all. And other areas where we are entirely self-confident. However, In those areas where we don't feel self-confident, even more than self-esteem and self-confidence is courage. Because when we're not self-confident in something, we have to have so much courage to do it. And when we can have that courage and overcome that trial, that thing that we know we're not good at, it's going to help us gain more self-confidence in those situations And so next time we have to do that same really hard thing, we're going to be a little less weary. It's going to take a little less courage because we're going to be able to say, I did it one time. I bet I can do it again. So as we reflect back, we can see those times that we were confident, that we were courageous, that we were brave. And it's going to help us as we reflect on ourselves to have better self-love, have better self-esteem as we look in the mirror and list those things we love about ourselves we'll say you know what I was really courageous that one time check that was awesome I'm awesome I think I've shared this story a little bit but I wanted to share it a little bit differently today a couple years ago I signed up to attend to attend a conference and in preparation for this conference the keynote speaker was doing a live social media video every day about different uplifting topics that were going to be going with her keynote messages throughout the week of this conference. One day she ended up doing two different videos and one of them ended up being random in the middle of the day and off schedule of her others. And she got on this video and just said, you guys, 
I just need you to know that you're enough, no matter what your circumstances, no matter what your shortcomings, no matter our looks, our struggles, no matter where your self-confidence and self-esteem is, you are enough. And this idea totally stuck with me and it just kind of enveloped me and I just kept thinking about it as I was preparing for this conference. And as we got to the conference, she did her keynote speech and she brought this idea up again of being enough and reiterated it, reiterated it. And it just really became such a personal and strong message for me and my heart and my mind. And I knew how important it was. So one night after the conference, as I sat in bed and I was just kind of thinking about this concept, all of a sudden everything made sense to me. I had been struggling the last several months before this conference and I realized as I was laying there that I didn't feel like I was enough in any aspect of my life, not even one aspect. I felt like I wasn't a good enough mother. I felt like I wasn't a good enough wife or a good enough friend. I felt an undereducated and even stupid. I felt like I'd wasted so much of my time and money on things that never seemed to matter or to work out for me. And what you may not know about me is that I don't have a lot of prestigious accomplishments under my belt like some. I attended college for two years only to drop out and attend beauty school. I know, so awesome. Beauty school is awesome. It was so fun. Just seems a little backwards in some ways. (laughs) I am a licensed master esthetician, if you didn't know that. And if you have no idea what that means, that means I could work at a spa and give you any of the treatments that you desired. However, the day I graduated, I found out I was pregnant with my first child. And while I did work as an on-call esthetician during my pregnancy, I never found a full-time job while pregnant. So it's been 12 years since I did much besides waxing eyebrows and a few manicures and pedicures here and there. So, but it's been great. I'm grateful that I have been able to raise my kids and not have to work or not have to be an esthetician. And there are moments where I've missed it, but like I said, I have been able to do it a little bit here and there, so that's been fun. I was a lifestyle blogger for over six years. My following just never seemed to pick up, and eventually I realized that I was lacking writing skills and photography skills. And if you've ever been on Pinterest, you know that those are essential for creating a blog. Both are they go hand in hand together. So I could never live up to those bloggers and the Pinterest worthy images and titles. However, as I've created today, I'm enough. You can go to my website, which I always call a website because it is not a blog. And I don't, I do have a blog spot on there, but I do not post there very often. And it's because I know it's not my strength and that's totally okay. That's why we have the podcast. La la la. So much more fun. I have, for me, it's so much more fun to me. 
I have the opportunity to be a mom to six amazing kids. The span from my oldest to my youngest is seven years. Motherhood is so hard. It's rough. It's awesome. But it is hard. And it becomes a different kind of hard. I had a first grader down to a newborn. And that was hard. (laughs) And... Now I have a seventh grader down to a kindergartner and it's different hard. You're just switching your things. But the other thing is there's always good in every stage and age and there's always hard in every stage and age. And finding those things, those nuggets of good with every stage that your kids is in is essential to motherhood. It is where you're going to find the fulfillment. It is where you're going to find the joy that comes with motherhood on some of those really, really hard days. My husband is incredible. We have been married for 13 and a half years when this podcast is recorded. And he is silly and he is fun and my kids love him. And I love him and he is wonderful. And I just feel like no pressure from him, but I have put pressure on myself sometimes to feel like I have to be June Cleaver at all times in my life. Most of the time, I just feel like I'm a mess. So I feel bad when dinner's not ready when he gets home from work. I feel bad if the kitchen in the living area is not cleaned up and or if the laundry's not done and all over or halfway done and still all over or all done and still all over because raise your hand if you like putting clothes away. So he would never expect me to have all that done. It's not one of those things that he's ever been worried about. I just have all that pressure that I put on myself. And I have believed for so long that I just wasn't enough. So along this journey of realizing that I didn't feel like I was enough in so many aspects of my life, I also found that I wasn't alone in this feeling I found so many women felt the way that I do. And we are not alone. We are absolutely not alone in this struggle to feel like our shortcomings don't make us any worse off. I had to change something and I had to create a safe place for women, young and distinguished women, may I add, could come to be uplifted, inspired, and learn to be brave enough that they could say, I'm doing enough. I am enough. And as I have started this and done this, I have started to see the good inside of myself. I still don't have a degree. I haven't studied aesthetics in 12 years. I'm not a good writer, and I promise you guys don't you don't want me taking your family pictures anytime soon. My kids often watch too much TV and dinner is often unplanned until just before or even after my husband is home from work. And sometimes he's such a champ that he just makes dinner for us. I have learned that being enough does not mean perfection. It doesn't even mean striving for perfection. Is acceptance of ourselves and accepting our situations. It's striving to progress and to grow and become better at whatever is most important to us in our lives. Being 
enough is striving to see the good where we don't think there is good. Once that we start to see and believe that in our own lives that we are enough and we can see it and believe it, we get to turn to those around us and help them see that they are enough. Soon we will be surrounded by a powerful group of people who are lifting each other to the best that they can in their personal situations. There will be struggles and there will be doubt, but there will also be strength and love as we get together. My challenge to you this whole month is to reflect. Take time each day and reflect on yourself, on your life, And on those aspects that you might not feel that you are enough in, take a moment at the end or the beginning of your day or in the middle, wherever works for you, find a moment of peace, 30 seconds. If it has to be while you're in the bathroom or wherever, locked in your pantry, that's often where I end up going to have a moment where I can hear myself. Find 30 seconds And just reflect for a moment. And see the good that you've done. See those times that you have had courage or you've built yourself confidence. Find those moments where you've been kind to yourself and you've helped build your self-esteem a little bit more. Where you're starting to see the good in you. Be brave. And as you start to seek out the good and as you seek out the brave and the courageous things that you're doing... And as you seek those things out in other people in a good way, not in a jealous way, you will absolutely start to have that love. But in order to see that good in yourself, you have to start by reflection. Stand in front of the mirror before you go about your day and be kind to the person you see. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Today I Am Enough. I'm so glad you joined me and I'm excited to come back next month with our Love Your Life series. What to do after you've started that reflection process. It is in these things, in these steps that we can really start to find joy and love ourselves and help others. Make sure that you are following this podcast by going into your podcast app and subscribing. And if you would be so generous as to leave a review, it would just make my heart so happy. I would love to know what you think of the podcast or who you would love to have on. Let me know. Make sure to follow me on social media too. I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash today I'm enough. And Instagram, instagram.com slash enough. And I would love to know what you think of this episode today. So make sure to take a few moments today. Reflect on yourself and how you feel and what you're doing. That is wonderful. And I hope you have an amazing day. And always remember that today you are enough.